0: As a veteran small business owner, what can we do for you?
1: What we can all do for all veteran business owners is promote each other.
2: My main mission was to look at tools of technology to leverage small business and give them more of a competitive
1: advantage. My mission for red Bargains is very simple, to help vets. That story in itself to run for Vista City Council is a journey.
2: I think this is an opportunity to really collaborate with Still have gone before us. It's really
1: kind of a labor of love. And now your host.
0: Happy Friday. Good afternoon. Welcome once again to one more of this Veterans Radio Show. I'm your host Laura Torres, and we are live. So if you are just joining us, make sure that you tag your friend, you tag another veteran, and uh, and, and share our show because we have a really great special show. We have a great. Um, partner of the Veteran Chamber of Commerce. By first, in the back, I want to welcome our producer, Michael Wood, our founder and CEO, Joseph Molina, our social media and engagement manager, Dali Rivera, who's doing a wonderful job monitoring your comments. So we welcome your comments and your questions. And our sponsor for this show is Bookskeeping. So Bookskeeping, it's a great, great way for you to get your uh, new, new career track on, on the go. But... First, uh, we're going to tell you a little far, far, a little bit later for that, but first I want to be able to welcome our guest and introduce him as we are just really, really collaborating with him and learning about some great programming that he has going on with our Veteran Chamber of Commerce. And his name is David Biddle, our Veteran Advocate, Marine Veteran, co-founder um, of Veteran's um, in action. Uh, it's just a great guy overall of our community. A lot of you who are in the San Diego area know him. He's an HR consultant and he's here to talk to us about certifications for the Veteran Friendly Employers Program that we're recently launching or will be round, launching here to the Veteran Chamber of Commerce and how to get him and how you yourself can get involved. So make sure that you reach David um, as we continue to evaluate evaluate best options for you through this programming. But first, I want to welcome Joseph Molina and David so that he can come over here and share with us about all these great opportunities that we have going on. And every, you know, again, I cannot always say it overjoyed, every Friday is just an abundance of resources for military families, veterans, and overall spouses. Welcome.
2: Well, thank you, Laura. I really appreciate uh, the introduction. Always a great job and we uh, would like to welcome Dave. It's a great pleasure uh, to see you again. I know we were, when we were in San Diego, we had a few uh, coffee meetings, but now that you are out of the state then um, those become a little bit difficult, but it's always been a pleasure working with you and Paul and all the different ventures that, that we are working together. And now we are launched uh, with this program, with the certification program uh, for employers uh, uh, the veteran-friendly employers and 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 um, and the veterans um, uh, initiative. It, it will be a great to, uh, for you to just you know kind of chat a little bit about what we're going to do, what your participa- participation is, and how do we get employers connected to the community. But again, we'd like to uh, also before uh, I go is to thank Max uh, for the bookkeeping for uh, the, on the. Um, um, um franchise a program that, that that she'll be coming on next week and discuss about that. So but it's, it's, she's a, a sponsor today, so we wanna just say thank you for for that. And uh thank you Dave for uh, coming on the show and sharing uh, your experiences and letting us know what got you involved in and in, and what your experience is as a uh, former Marine. Well Excellent. a Marine is always a
1: Marine. So Honored to be here today, Joe. Thank you,
0: Dave. And Dave, well, to honor and to thank you, Joe, for that, and to honor you, I brought myself my very proud flag and the back to reflect, you know, to honor your support, your services, and all of your involvement out in the community because we're we're very thankful for your for your service and and overall for everything that you do. So thank you.
1: You rock.
0: rock. That's right. <laughs> and so. With that, we're going to jump in real quick and go straight to our questions that we always like to ask our very special guests, and you are absolutely no different because you are extremely. uh, We're extremely proud to have you here. So, if you can just recall and walk us through your very first story that comes in mind as a as an early, you know, it's a new marine as a your early life in the military when you joined and you got off in that bus uh, to join your training. What comes in mind for you?
1: Well, the first thing that kind of comes to mind actually predates that just a little bit. So um, you ha- kind of have to understand the times. I've, I always uh, call myself the old Fort Marine um, because when I enlisted, my enlistment date was November 7th of 1975. That's three days before the 200th birthday of the Marine Corps. And I don't think I appreciated the significance of that date when I raised my right hand and signed on the dotted line. I was still in high school um, and I still had to finish my, my senior year. So... I actually didn't hit the the yellow footprints in san diego until august of 1976 and uh you know i have to say and i think every everybody who's been through marine corps boot camp would have to say what a transformative experience that is Um, and i was actually the only uh, person from my high school who uh, decided to enlist into the military in any branch of the service uh, right out of high school a couple couple other of my uh, classmates Ended up joining the military um, after going to college, but it was a pretty small number. And you can if you think back to the time um, military servant w- service wasn't as uh, well thought of as as it is today. So it was a little bit of a challenging time to go in there post Vietnam era, but still a lot of the stigma that went along with those veterans that had uh, preceded me.
0: Yeah and 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 you're right I mean obviously you know we're in a new now as we even just we look back right now in 2020 we're in a new normal and this past 6 months have been such a roller coaster yet um just just a new you know new way for us to really resilient and and rebound into new um new approaches in our life. So that's great that you were able to, you know, utilize those resources and that experience to make a great difference out in the community and uh, and, and develop great programming because you are the co-founder of Bets Beyond the Uniform. And so with, with that, uh, reflecting back on that particular project, just tell me a little bit about the mission or just the challenges that you experienced as you were overviewing or, or discovering this particular project for you, your company, your mission, your nonprofit?
1: Yeah. So this whole concept came about when uh, Paul and I got to, got to work together and you were part of that team as well. Um, this is how we all kind of originally got to, got to know each other, uh, working with Veterans Association of North County on their uh, military transition services program. Uh, Paul was part of the team that uh, was putting that program together, and we had started to have a lot of sidebar conversations about what we could what we could do and, and kind of where we saw things happening in the veteran community. I had been working with transitioning veterans uh, since about 2011, uh, started out uh, in a corporate role where I was with a large local telecommunications company there in San Diego, um, working with veterans where we brought them into the company. Gave them work experience, exposed it to the corporate environment, um, and hopefully gave them some direction in terms of what they might want to do once they actually finally made it out. Uh, had the opportunity to also work with uh, the special operations community through the Honor Foundation as first a pro bono coach and then their director of people. So I got exposed to a lot of what was happening in the veterans transition space. But also coming from the corporate environment, it became very clear that there was a lot of things that the corporations could do that would improve the success of veterans once they got into the organization. Everybody wants to hire veterans. Everybody loves the, the fact that and if they're yes. smart and savvy, you know they, they know that this is a great talent pool. But oftentimes, and particularly I think in the last 10 years or so, a lot of that altruism has has overridden maybe some of the, the real planning and strategy that need to go into place in order to make sure that if you're bringing veterans into your organization as an employer, you're actually doing it in the way to make them most successful and not unintentionally set them up for challenges and failures. So what we see out in the marketplace is after the first year, 45% of veterans will leave their first job right out of the military. You go out to two years and those numbers jump up to 65%. Now there's some recent data. There was just a, a, a LinkedIn uh, webinar that I was a participant on just a, a week or so ago that's, uh, that's adding some more color to that number. And it's not, as, it's not as bleak as it sounds, but still, that was the challenge, and I was seeing that in a lot of the veterans that I was working with. So we formed Vets Beyond the Uniform, and the acronym—it's the Vets—is actually an acronym. It's Veterans Educational Transformation Solutions, and the, tra- the word transformation is really key. There are literally thousands of organizations out there right now that are supporting veterans in transition from what they get when they're still on active duty, through the transition and their their end of active service date, through numerous community programs, and they all do a fantastic we saw an opportunity to come alongside them and be supportive of that journey from first the veteran side where we saw, is there a way where we can provide some additional training and support in some of the soft skills that the employers are looking for that makes them uh, that helps that transition, that transformation? Because transition is just like, I'm getting out of the military and I got myself a job. That's a transition. That's right. The transformation yeah. is how then do I become a civilian self different from my military self, but not losing the, the real valuable pieces of that military self, which is what the employers want. So that's how Veterans Beyond the Uniform came to be. We felt that there was an opportunity for us to, like I said, come alongside the transition organization, support the veterans as they're going through the program, augment what they do, but then more importantly, once they're into a, a, a civilian employment situation. How can we then help the employers understand what they can do to support the career success of our nation's warriors?
0: And, and that is right there crucial. I mean, that's that's primarily, you know, what I think a huge piece in in our employers and or those the transition service member or spouses um, are missing sometimes is that awareness or the education piece on how the process works. Uh, What are the best practices? And so I'm glad that you, you know, you have that value. You you bring that value through your program, and you're going to be bringing that value to our uh, to our veteran chamber of commerce for a bunch of um, service members who are definitely going to, um, you know, who need this service, who need this coaching, who need this education and this guide to walk into the next uh, phase of their career, but also just to really maintain that success and that mindset, so that they can really approach uh, their new life, their new civilian. Uh, role uh, with much greater success. Now, with that, I want to re- go back a little bit to Dave, the younger Dave, when you were just evaluating things uh, in your life and in whether or not you were going to join the military or not. What is one thing that you wish you would have known um, that you know now that you would have told your younger self?
1: Oh, boy. Um, you know, that's, that's, a, that's always <laughs> no, a good no question. No sweat. Yeah. That is always a yeah, great no question, sweat. but everybody it, always
0: says, no. Yeah,
1: it's, it's a great question. And, and, it's, and it's one that, that uh, I think everybody should have an opportunity to ask. And I get a chance to look at it from a very long lens. Um, but what I would probably say is, you know, I, I fully believe that I made the absolute right choice to join the military, even at that time in our nation's history. And I know for me where I was as, an, as a young adult, Barely getting into the manhood stage, I didn't have I didn't have it together for me to be successful in any other path I would have selected. Everybody else I knew was going to college, I just couldn't I couldn't see that path. And you know, in all honesty, the only one of the things that got me into the Marine Corps was that it was the only branch of the service that gave me the opportunity to potentially get on on board an airplane as flight crew without having perfect eyesight. As you can see, I have glasses. I've had glasses for most of my life. And also, I could have been a mere, i was going to be a marine navigator without having to go to college. So, hey, it fit perfect. I was—I got selected for it was the a school. Dream. It was a dream, yeah. And I got through the school. Um, I made it to. Uh, it was um, out of Mather Air Force Base. So, after a short month in Millington, Tennessee, I got shipped off to Mather Air Force Base, and and I was living large doing doing my dream. But as a young, stupid kid, I made I made mistakes, and that mistake cost me that dream. And even though that was an extremely painful experience, that was probably the most growth um, that I probably would have gotten out of the military outside of boot camp was having to go through that painful, realizing that, you know what, you got to keep your nose clean. You got to do the things that are expected of you. If you are going, you got to put in the work. I just heard that the, the other day. You got to put in the work in order to get the result. And it, like I said, as a young, stupid kid, I failed to put in the work that I needed to. And I I ended up losing my dream, but I was resilient enough. And again, the military, I think, teaches uh, great lessons in resiliency. I was resilient enough to take take myself, pick myself up, brush myself off, because I still had three and a half years of my commitment to do. And I managed to be successful in something in the military that I had absolutely no desire, wouldn't have chose it for myself at all. But that's, what, that's the hand I was dealt with. I made the best of it. And I think that's something else I've done throughout my career is that, you know, you put in the work, but even when you have adversity, rely on resilience and move forward and give it the best that you can, regardless of what it is you're doing.
0: That's great. I mean, that's that's such a great way to, to frame it towards your new transition is put in the work, you know, put in the work and, and do your work and do your part so that you can continue on to move beyond the uniform. And uh, and experience life because there is such a great life sometimes after retirement, but sometimes when we're transitioning, we don't think of that. We don't think we're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do after 20 some years, um, you know, trying to identify that new way. So thank you for, for all that great insight, Dave. Now, I want to take a quick break and pause so that I can acknowledge our sponsor for today which is bookskeeping, and it's a great um, opportunity for those seeking out there. um, Just the sharpest experience for you to start your own is, and so make sure that you put that X right there when you're searching for that, and we're going to put the link, but also great news. We're going to have uh, the founder, one of the co-founders be here next week to share with you about this particular project, this particular opportunity, experience, however you want to call it. You know, this That's what this veteran chamber is all about, is we allow you and we give you the tools so that you can call it whatever you want. You want to call yourself a franchise owner, then Max and um, Bookkeeping is going to be here with, uh, to share with you next week how to go about and do that. So we're very grateful for them to sponsor in this segment that we'll get to talk to David Beyond um, Bets Beyond the Uniform. And we look forward to talking to them next week. So thank you so much to Bookskeeping. Make sure that you find out tomorrow, uh, excuse me, not tomorrow, next Friday, how this is all gonna take place. So thank you so much for that. And we have some, uh, you know, just uh, comments. Everybody's out here watching, uh, we're watching live. And we're talking, if you are watching live, we're talking to Dave Middle, a veteran advocate, Marine uh, veteran, co-founder of Bets Beyond Uniform, HR consultant, just an overall awesome, fantastic guy who started here out of San Diego, has been here in San Diego for a long time, but now he is uh, encountering a, a new project with the Veteran Chamber of Commerce. And we're just you know discussing ways that we can find and make veteran-friendly employers understand a little bit better how to... Um, how to hire military veterans and really just not just hire them, but also retain them so that, you know, they can have a better overall transition um, and, and just a better quality of life as they continue to find their place in the civilian world. Now, David, one action item going back to your process, as you were setting up Bets Beyond the Uniform or any of the other projects that you have done out in our community, what is one action item that you will share or wish you would have known um, or that you can share with one of those uh, business owners, veteran business owners, who is exploring this pathway of transitioning or finding a new way to find a meaning in the community.
1: I think the biggest piece of advice I can give is, is, is uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. And I know when I first started down this journey, of uh, starting my own business, uh, own consulting company, I had you know, a couple of different things that I was trying to do. And I was really just still trying to do it all myself. When I started to reach out to people and ask for help, and particularly I think those of us in the veteran community, there's a plethora of help and resources out there. There are so many people that are willing to, to help you and assist you and give you the guidance that you need. Um, you know, I hear all the time that, you know, ask for help so you don't make the mistakes. I kind of think that most of us are going to make the mistakes anyway, but the help True. is what, it, it makes you aware, okay, okay, yeah, I did do that. And it helps you get out of it right because I think all of us still have to kind of learn a little bit from the uh, from the school of hard knocks but oftentimes it's where you get stuck and don't know where to proceed next that the help can be very beneficial and that's I think in terms of that's that's how I got connected with Paul um, sat down and asked him for help he's a CEO he's been running his own company for for 10 years um, so it was it was a great opportunity for me to learn from him and then that led to where we are today with vets beyond the uniform
0: that's great, and now I'm gonna put you right on the spot because I don't think we 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 chatted about this question. But I'm just very curious: what is one one item that you reach out and you said, "Hey, I need help," or someone? What a piece of advice that someone gave you that you really took it into consideration and and really gave you that that clear trajectory to where you are right now? If you can recall, one piece of advice that someone out and about through your timeline gave you that just,
1: yeah. made, it's, it's, you it's, have it's, that
0: wow moment.
1: Yeah, this, this is very, very similar along the lines of asking for help, but also right. too, for me, it was the big one because um, I'm, I'm a very independent type of individual and it's, don't try to do it all yourself. And that's where, that's the roadblocks that I ran into as I ran it is that there's not enough me, <laughs> you know, not enough me. I don't know enough. Um, there's stuff that I'm not good at that need to be done. So um, the reaching out for help and not trying to do it alone, I think we're, were key. So that, to me, I think was was the biggest thing for uh, for my success. And and once I started doing that, then all the stuff started come together.
0: That's great, and and that's really great for you to share that because you know we see you. I mean, you you're amazing. Your trajectory in the HR consulting uh, really puts that um, the emphasis that you have had um, just a really great trajectory and, and a successful role in as a consultant and and an expert in doing all these workshops, but. That idea or, or that just really human aspect of just ask for help. And if you are given great advice, follow it, right? Follow it as long as it meets uh, within your goals and your uh, current, I guess you can say pathway. And make sure that you explore it because that's what it is. And we just added your link, Bets Beyond the Uniform. So it, and to make sure that everyone reaches out and connects with you. And I'm going to bring in back Joe. So we can talk about these veteran friendly employer certifications that we have going on through the veteran chamber of commerce. And we can discuss a little bit further how we are going to collaborate as well as how we're gonna expand and reach more veterans so they can um, benefit from this particular program as well as employers bring employer friendly so that we can discuss the great benefit of what it's like to, to hire a veteran and hire overall a civilian. I mean, once you get out it, you know, you have to infuse your mindset into I'm part of this community whatever you may end up relocating, and you just have to love it and love your community and use the services as much as you can. But one of the big advantages that the military families or the community, the veteran community has is we always have that huge backup of veteran community and and champions who are here, you know, just providing additional resources. So you have two, the best of two worlds, right? Right, Joe? Oh, we can't hear you, Joe. You can't hear
2: Joe. You can't hear can hear me now. we can.
0: Yeah, we can hear you now. Thank
2: you. Yeah, that's one of the advantages of, uh, uh, of, the, of this um, radio show, is that like we wanted to uh, bring all these wonderful resources that veterans can access in a way that people can actually see the people behind. We see hundreds and hundreds of websites everywhere, and we try to disseminate information through reading the websites or watching videos and stuff. It's hard to do, but what do we work to bring the actual um, leaders of these groups to talk about it? Like David and Paul and people like that and, all the, and all, the, all, the, all the presenters that we have so far. Like, It's amazing the number of support that veterans get through this process. And uh, I've totally have, you know, been working with Dave and Paul in and, and the and their project for uh, Veteran Friendly Certification and which, uh, which started some years back with the We Hire Veterans initiative that we initiated a couple years ago. But we wanted to bring the right type of individuals, the right type of team to kind of help, uh, help us identify those who were really veteran friendly. Because there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people can claim, yeah, we hire veterans, we're friendly to veterans, but friendly to veterans could mean, you know, we give chocolates to veterans. That doesn't mean we give them jobs. And we wanted to have, we hire veterans, a true commitment to employers who actually hire veterans. And when we say veterans, we mean active duty, we mean their families, we mean spouses. We just all power the same group. You know, we're all one.
0: I was going to ask you that. Is there any definition of what a veteran is? I know I often get asked, you know, is it. Post 9-11, you know, recent no, transition, veterans veterans. what's the definition? Who can actually take advantage of this great fabulous veterans, program? So I can go and tell everybody.
2: Veterans is veterans. If you're the spouse of a veteran, if you're the family member of a veteran, you're the dad or the mom or the kid, a veteran is a veteran. We, we keep everyone the same. There is no distinctions on ranks or branches, nothing at all, or times, nothing. We wanted to keep everything the same and, and unified. We all want We're all veterans. So, so that, that's kind of the approach that we take as a veterans chamber. And we welcome everyone that way. So we wanted to, to, wanted to make sure that employers understood that as well, because there's a, as a, a huge disconnect. And, and that's what Paul and, and Dave come in because a huge disconnect on how to set up programs to welcome veterans, how to do, do the onboarding, how to do the lingo talk from the veteran side because you know like they was talking about earlier we when you're institutionalized in the military your lingo changes your tone your voice changes your body language changes you everything changes so when you get out into a civilian environment we look sound and look a little bit weird a little bit odd not weird but odd so the employer doesn't understand it or may not be aware of it so company so organizations like uh, veteran, vest beyond uniform, uh, you know, Paul and Dave, what they do is basically come in and retrain the mindset on one end the veteran, and on the other the employer to how to make the match. Where we come, where we come in together as as a as a team is where we as a, the the chamber provide the certification. which the certification is not a test. It's a, it's, a commit, it's a statement of commitment that says we are willing and we are committed to hiring veterans. That's why we have this simple statement. It's a simple and powerful statement. We hire veterans, period. So that was the, the statement, but how do we do that? Well, if, so employers are committed to do that, but sometimes they need a little bit more help, kind of they was talking about earlier. We sometimes, we need help. So we provide, so, uh, just like we are the certification entity for the for the program, Dave and Paul serve as the training arm for veteran for, for, for employers on how to do the onboarding process and that's how the partnership takes place and that's how the partnership solidifies so this program is extremely powerful it brings employers to the forefront and that's one, one huge advantage uh, um, to, 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 for you lauren and David and, and the audience is that once employers make that pledge and says, we hire veterans, then all those, vet, all those employers, all those employers are basically in the directory within the, within, the, within the organization, within the chamber. And those are the ones that we send out to the military bases, to the universities, to the job centers, to the employment centers. And said these are the people who have made a commitment and they made a pledge they took an oath and said, we hire veterans. And it's, that's the only commitment the certification requires. We don't want a test. We don't care about that. We want your commitment. We want your, 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 your drive and your passion that you are going to hire veterans. And then, then but the next part comes along with all of that is Dave and Paul coming in and teaching them how to do that.
0: I was gonna say it's beyond raising your hand and saying we hire veterans. It's it's way more than that. This is a <laughs> collaboration. This are you know an experienced HR consultant and, and just a great mindset that Dave has created and and, and, the, and just housed so many techniques over the years and then your connections of course out in the military veteran community and the business world and and then our overall team of us amplifying it through our community that we will have a much greater reach. So for those of you employers or who, those of you who know employers, this is beyond just raising your hand and saying, "Oh, I hire veterans" or "I'm veteran friendly." Wow. You know, this is this is you getting connected and unifying to a great environment, a hub of collaborations that go beyond, you know. Beyond.
1: And, and if I could, if I could just you know give some give some mm-hmm. meat to what what Joe has said here is um. What we're talking about here is we know that there's like 200,000 veterans that leave the military each year, right? They're looking for those new civilian careers. So we wanted to give this a little bit more meat, too, because veteran-friendly is a very sometimes overused term. So savvy veteran-friendly employers really know what it takes to tap into that talent pool, and they can leverage the military skill sets. Okay, that's one level. Veteran-ready employers are actively seeking this talent, and they do that with specially trained recruiters. They're also the ones that are providing this soft skills training that we talked about earlier to veterans to help them better integrate into the civilian careers and be successful. They get better productivity, improves their loyalty and longevity with the company. And at the top level, the veteran the companies that are really doing it, they're veteran-focused. And these veteran-focused employers understand the critical role that culture plays and the value of coaching and mentoring for long-term success, career success of the veterans that have joined their organization. They get out of it the enhanced productivity and directly to bottom line results. So what we did in partnership with the Vets Chamber is we we created the, the, the checklist, so to speak, to evaluate employers at their commitment level in each of those three areas. So we've got the veteran-friendly employer, which a lot of a lot of employers already meet. Like Joe said, just raise your hand. I'm ready to. I'll hire them. It's, it's that understanding. Great. The next level, veteran-ready. Okay. Well, we've started to make some headway into, uh, you know, actively actively seeking and doing the right things in order to make sure that veterans, when they come to our organization, are sick. So first of all, we're trying to find the right ones, and that requires that the employer engage in some training for the people, their recruiters, that they're sending out looking for the talent. The benchmark companies are those veteran-focused ones. They're the ones that are really taking uh, that commitment to the next level. They recognize the veterans that they're in their organization. They leverage the veterans that they have in order to inform their recruiting process and hiring processes and onboarding processes. They provide mentoring programs peer-to-peer as well as potentially from an outside organization such as ours in order to really be able to leverage that. And then going back to what we talked about in the very beginning of the show, where we touch the veteran as they're coming out of the military, we provide that mentoring and coaching so that they, as they're going through their transition to transformation process, we're helping them to leverage all of the other programs that are out there, along with the skills training that we can provide to maximize their employability and their chances of finding the job that they want. So that's how it all goes together. And what we've done then with the Veterans Chamber is they're the designated agency when when an employer goes through and gives us all the information, we can say that they are at this level. They get a designation from the Veterans Chamber of Commerce, and then they can use that as the employer to say, I'm not just veteran-friendly, I'm veteran-ready. And that then, our our belief here and our goal is to turn those designations into something that has some real value in the veteran community so that the veterans just say, okay, yeah, I've heard veteran-friendly, yeah, 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 Whatever oh, vet- they're veteran ready by the Vets Chamber of Commerce, That we want that to mean something. And particularly when we get to the companies that are at veteran focus, we really want that to mean something, that sets them apart. Not only just by the, the standard that says we hire veterans, but it set them apart that they've made an absolutely deep commitment to not only hire veterans, but make sure that the veterans are successful in their organization for the long-term.
0: Absolutely, and that's key right there, being veteran friendly, but also ready to hire veterans. And with that, I'm going to go and give it a quick shout out in the spotlight and put Joe on the spotlight as well, because we are about to recognize our hero of the week for this particular segment, who is Zachary Stengel from the Veteran Builders, who I'm sure, David, he did not struggle as much, or maybe he did, I don't know. But the fact is that he's here in this great, great uh, project that he does, the Veteran Builders, and Joe's going to tell us a little bit more about Sat, Joe.
2: Well, yes, Zachary has been um, um, uh, pro- uh, su- uh, promoted through uh, Shelley, which is our uh, uh, chapter director in the Inland Empire. And Zachary is, uh, they have the, the veteran um, empl- um, builders uh, organization. And they, their main focus is to help the veteran community through the construction industry, which is, um, as we know, is always looking for good people to work. So we just wanted to recognize Zachary, which Zachary will be on this show sometime soon, but we wanted to recognize Zachary for their efforts in supporting veterans as they transition out of the military and they wanna uh, experience, explore the construction, the profitable (laughs) construction industry. So we just wanted to give a shout out, uh, not shout out, a recognition for uh, Zachary (laughs) uh, and for being a member of the chamber, but also for doing his part or their part in uh, sponsoring and supporting our veteran community. Thank you, Laura. So a
0: shout out, a recognition, and a thank you so much, Zachary and uh, the veteran you know, project that they have going on because that's really what it's all about is to have continue to have this connectivity Absolutely. and infuse great energy of growth into our Absolutely. community. Yeah. And so just to wrap it up, because we're getting ready to that time and we want to make sure that we give Dave time to go back and write down all of his great ideas and how we're gonna really engage and get these employers ready. Dave, how can we get a hold of you and how can others connect you? Uh, and as we continue to explore and evaluate more options to, you know, to grow into this great project that you have going on with Veteran Chamber of Commerce, what is the best yes. way?
1: So yeah. the best way would, first of all, would be send an email because it's a training at vetsbeyondtheuniform.com. And that will get to um, to the entire team at Vets Beyond the Uniform. So if for some reason I'm not available, as like I said, I'm on the East Coast. There's a three-hour time difference. Um, you will be, one of the, the folks in the office will be able to get back to you right away. I also encourage everybody to take a look at our website, which is vetsbeyondtheuniform.com. And there you can find more information about the Veteran-Friendly Employer, uh, Veteran Employer Certifications designations um, and how to go about that. You will, uh, if you engage with us, we will talk with you and guide you through the process and uh, help you get designated at whatever level that you'd like to. And if you're looking to upgrade uh, from veteran friendly to veteran ready, uh, we can help you along that path.
0: Great. But thank you so much, Dave. Thank you so much, Joe, uh, Michael, and Dali in the back, uh, monitoring and everything going on. And thank you so much for everyone watching and sending your comments. Uh, don't let this be just the one time that you come and find us. Uh, continue to watch the replay, capture everything else that Dave said and all his great um, pieces of, piece of advice as, as he transitioned out of the military, but also how he was able to find um, his great passion as an HR consultant and overall be able to launch um, and collaborate throughout the community on multiple, multiple projects. And so this is the veteran uh, radio show, which features military veterans, spouses, and community leaders while exploring heroism, action, and leadership for those making it happen. Thank you so much. Join us next Friday. And with that, we're going to say Thank you so much. Make sure that you subscribe and that you watch us again next Friday as we bring you a new episode and new topics to discuss. Thank you. Thank you.